Are the kids gonna be all right? I think that's a that's a uh, question that concerns parents since time began. It's a valid concern. You look around in our world today, you know, I mean, there's stuff on um, YouTube that that's very difficult to, to censor and filter out. Kids get exposed to all sorts of things and um, we're not always going to be there to help them make sense of that. So how do we give kids a framework um, through which they can filter out information that's good for them and not good for them? Um, we're gonna unpack some of that today. Hey my friends, welcome to the Huddle Wisdom Podcast. I'm your host, Devin. I'm a psychiatrist and a regular family guy. So I help you busy parents and teachers um, learn mental models, concepts, frameworks to help you navigate tricky life situations so that you and your kids can thrive. And we know how tricky our world can be, right? So today we're going to unpack, um, what are we unpacking? We're talking about how we impart values onto our kids. Um, you know, we, we, we never run out of things to worry about. Sometimes I like to come home at the end of the day. You know, I like to get into my pajamas, get really nice and cozy and, and worry. I just can't wait to come home and worry. You know, it's, oh, mm. we worry so much. We worry about our kids. We worry about their futures. You know, are they going to make it? what house prices going to do down the line, you know, who they're going to marry, all sorts of things. Maybe we worry too much. And sometimes it takes a little bit of faith, a bit of letting go to see how they fly. It's our job to give them a framework, how they process the world around them, how they filter information, um, how they sieve out the... Um, things that are good for them and things that aren't, right? That's, that's, that's what we all want as parents, right? We want them to be safe. We want them to be happy, to fulfill their potential and, and do well in life. But we have to be careful not to project our own insecurities, our own emotions, our own needs and wants onto our kids. Because kids really are like sponges. They pick up on so much. Even the things that we don't, want them to pick up on, they pick it up. They might not be able to process the meaning of what it is that they've absorbed. And it's our job to help them make sense of that information. But sometimes we're not gonna catch all of it. I don't know if you've ever been in a situation where you might be talking to a spouse or a friend and um, you know, you're talking about some very adult-centric themes, right? And then, <laughs> Out of the corner of the room, uh, a little vo a little voice pipes in and shares their opinion, gives their two cents, um, and then everyone everyone goes, "What? You heard that?" No matter how hard we try to censor and filter things out, they pick up on stuff. When is the best time to talk to our children about our values? Hmm. Some people do this very well and very naturally. I don't. 
I really don't. Um, I can't manufacture a situation where it's where the conditions are right or feels right to talk to my kids about my values. I can't engineer that. It's very difficult. You know, and it feels forced and it feels insincere and it feels disingenuous. So when is the right time? I think we have to capitalize on teachable moments. As life unfolds in front of us, life presents us with opportunities to teach our kids. Remember, kids are sponges and they see and hear everything that we do. Whether they understand what they see and what they hear is another matter. But they're always absorbing stuff, learning stuff. We have to model our values in an organic way. And so that means that we have to be self-reflective ourselves. We have to, we have to learn how to be self-aware and examine our own lives. We have to be clear on the things that we value. I do believe that we have to ask ourselves some hard questions. If we want to impart our values onto our kids, well, we first need to know what our values are and be more intentional about how we model how we would like our kids to act. The golden rule is we, we want them to treat other people as how they would want other people to treat them. I know that's an oversimplification, but we want our kids to learn how to be empathic towards other people and to learn how to sympathize with people. But we have to be clear ourselves first if that's what we actually value. We need to check our own views of the world. We have to do it if, certainly if we want to impart our values onto our kids. Kids are like sponges, so they pick up on stuff. And we want to make sure that they pick up on the things that we want them to pick up on. Therefore, we have to be clear and express those values that we want to express for ourselves in our own lives so that our kids absorb that. It's in the act of living life that we see our values play out. You know, it's all well and good to give our kids a didactic lecture on the merits and demerits of virtue ethics, but you put everyone to sleep. You put yourself to sleep. <laughs> Kids learn from watching you, seeing how you handle conflict. They see how you deal with stress. They see how you cope with interpersonal frictions. They see how you deal with the world when no one else is looking in the heat of the moment, okay? <laughs> so capitalize on teachable moments as life unfolds in front of you. So for example, <laughs> Our kids are at school and occasionally they might share something that is good grist for the mill. So they might talk about, you know, an argument that they witnessed at school, right? Perfect. Good time to talk about how people should learn to listen to one another, for example. Good time to ask questions of our kids. They help our kids to, to think more deeply about the things that they observe in the world. Make the effort and ask your children questions about their thoughts and their feelings. And you don't have to be, you don't have to ask clever questions. You know, so that situation unfolded. What were your thoughts about that? What do you, what do you think so-and-so was thinking at the time? How do you think they were feeling? And if you were them, how would you think? How would you feel? Do you agree with how they thought? Do you 
agree with what actions they took in that circumstance. Obviously, you'll need to adjust the way you discuss things, accommodate for your child's age and stage, but the principle remains the same. Use the answers that your kids give you to structure your conversation about whatever values it is that you would like to teach them. So for example, I'd love to teach my children to learn how to listen to someone else's point of view without interrupting them. You know, we can turn the conversation um, around to discuss, well, you know, how do we feel when we are interrupted by someone else? Um, you know, wh what is it that we want to get out of our system so badly that we can't wait for someone else to finish what they're saying? And we can just talk about that in, in, um, in, in a uh, cursory way. Uh, because, you know, sometimes kids, they, they only have really short att attention spans. But I think the more conversations you can have, you're, you're planting seeds, you know. And, and these seeds do germinate over time uh, if you stay consistent. Kids surprise us. They, they grow up eventually. And what they pick up on, I encourage you to... Um, to have conversations about values during teachable moments when you're reading stories at bedtime or if you're watching TV or if you're waiting at the bus stop just observing life. Wherever you are, you know, learn to look and find opportunities that help you to have conversations about values. I encourage you to do your best to identify and label values that you see being played out. For example, we were reading some book the other day um, you know, about, about a fox and a chicken. And, um, you know, the fox, uh, everyone presumes to be cunning and um, uh, wily. And, um, you know, he's always playing, he's always got an angle, you know. And he befriends some chickens, right? And we assume that he's playing, <laughs> playing an angle. He wants to eat the chickens or, you know, he wants to rob their eggs or whatever. But he doesn't in the end. Um, and I say to my kids, you know, gee, wasn't that fox kind to treat the chickens in that way? Everyone thought he was kind of mean, but but he didn't turn out to be, did he, kids? Um, um, and then, you know, that you, you sort of invite your kids into a conversation about values. You know, don't judge a book by its cover. Um, you know, let's talk about kindness, how we, how we treat others is really important because you know you want them to treat you in the same way etc um, etc et you, you don't have um, to force a conversation you can use everyday life observances everyday life situations to have conversations with your kids about values it's really important that you are also aware of the sorts of values you would like to cultivate in your own life so that you can model that in real life. And so if we're more intentional about what we say and do, our kids will be better for it. Believe it or not, as they get older, even if their friends have some influence on them going forward, they'll be able to filter out what their friends say and do through the lens of the values you've already instilled. I want to give you a free gift. There's a free resource that you can get on our website at huddlewisdom.com. It's a collection of a few audio files and a couple of PDF downloads to help you become positively influential through empathic connection with your kids. 
we can't be influential in our kids' lives if they don't have a connection with us. So before you even have conversations that are meaningful, um, we need to have connection with kids. And I want to show you how you can have that connection. And I share some of my best concepts in that free mini training resource, which I told you about. And you can get it on huddlewisdom.com forward slash Jedi Mind, J-E-D-I-M-I-N-D. And it's free. I want you to have it thrive and do well um yeah so check it out um, and um yeah i hope you found that useful and i do wish you the very best for the week i look forward to talking with you again next week you've been listening again to me devon um, your host on the Out of wisdom podcast be safe everyone and i'll see you next time <laughs>